the musical and theatre podcast, brought to you by Theatre Tokens. Give the gift of theatre. Theatre Tokens make a great present for any occasion. They can be used at more than 240 theatres nationwide, including all of London's West End. From Les Mis to Kinky Boots, and from the Mousetrap to the Lion King, you can see them all using Theatre Tokens. For your chance to win £500 worth of Theatre Tokens, go to magic.co.uk. Hello, I'm Alice Arnold and welcome to the Musicals and Theatre Podcast. In this podcast, I'm talking to Julian Bird about the Night of the Oliviers and what we can expect. And also, I'm going to be talking to Ruthie Henschel about what it's like to actually win one. Welcome to the Musicals and Theatre Podcast. And I am joined today by Julian Bird, who is the executive producer of the Olivier Awards. And as we know, they're all coming up quite shortly on April the 9th, the Olivier Awards. I shall be um, hosting for Magic Radio with Ruthie Henschel. And uh, I know we're both really, really excited about it. Uh, but it's all a bit of a mystery. It's all sort of covered in secrecy, isn't it? The Olivier Awards. So, uh, well, first of all, we do know who's going to be uh, presenting the or yes, comparing the awards this year, don't we? Lots of people know him for many, many things. Jason Manford, um, from uh, his many comedy shows, from all his television work, um, and of course his his roles in the theatre as well. He was in Sweeney Todd with uh, Michael Ball and Imelda Staunton a few summers ago. Uh, he toured in the producers, and he's just kind of just finished touring in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and in playing the lead. So. He has the, this kind of theatre pedigree as well as mm. a great television and comedy and everything else um, background. And, and actually, you know, more than anything, he loves the theatre and just loves talking about it. And uh, I think that's fantastic. So he'll be hosting the show. He will be. And I gather there there will be some entertainment along the way. One or two bits of entertainment. Are we allowed <laughs> to know about any of these bits of entertainment or are they also covered in secrecy? that we we can't know. No, absolutely. Um uh, you know, I'm very proud that that in when we reinvigorated the Olivier's whatever it is 6 or 7 years ago, you know, we we continue to put music at the heart of of that show uh, and live music. So we we bring back the 47 piece uh, orchestra, the BBC Concert Orchestra will be joining us oh, through the whole evening. Um we um are obviously uh, looking forward to a lot of the nominated musicals being there and performing often sp kind of special uh, routine, special parts of their show. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, the girls uh, are, are performing the big new musical based on the calendar girls. Oh, they set around the WI. They will be, the full company will be performing. Uh, it, you know, one or two, you might imagine Gary Barlow making an appearance. We will see oh, on the night with them, uh, the, uh, yes. the co writer. Um, you know, we're incredibly, incredibly pleased. Um, that we are going to manage to do a performance from the most nominated musical, Groundhog Day, which has eight nominations, which, of course, uh, that's actually quite difficult for us because it's in preview on Broadway at the moment. So the lead is over there and about mm. to do press performances. Because um, I haven't seen Groundhog Day, so I'll be really Based on the movie, the Bill Murray movie. Well, I know what yeah. it is, and it's, it's Tim Minchin, isn't Tim it? Tim Minchin. So and, I'll be really interested yeah. to well, see we're very, any of that. Well, we're very excited that Tim is flying in specially to do a, a special performance from Groundhog Day. 
day himself, so um, which will be really special, I think. So we're we're really really looking forward to that. You know, we've got an extraordinary performance from Jesus Christ Superstar, that amazing production that was at Regent's Park, um, open air theatre, um, and and lots of other things, um, and um, a very um, poignant and special moment, I think. Um, you know, which is always in the show around you know those who have sadly left us in the last year, um, and you know. I am personally just beyond delighted that um, the uh, biggest Tony Award winner of all time, Audra McDonald, is flying in specially to um, perform with a huge choir um, for the In Memoriam section. So we're building, I hope that that will become a very poignant and special moment of the evening in that extraordinary Royal Albert Hall, you know. know. So, you know, we've got some of the greatest vocalists and singers, you know, on this stage and from America. Um, And, of course, the list of presenters is absolutely extraordinary this year to present all the individual awards. Who's going to be popping up there presenting? And are they going to be handing over their thing when it looks a bit dodgy and saying, (laughs) wait, no, you read this out because it doesn't look right to me. Yes, no no prize for the first person who opens an envelope and says, la, la, la. But, you know, we have uh, Andrew Garfield joining us, who has just been Oscar nominated himself. Uh, Denise Goff, who uh, won for Best Actress last year. Uh, Nathan Lane, who of course won a, won Olivier himself for um, the producers some years ago, and this is his first time back on the Olivier's, which we're very excited to have him. Is there a tradition of the winner of last year's award handing it on to the next person? Not or... necessarily. We love inviting back winners if they're here, and of course, often they're performing or filming somewhere else in the world. Uh, we welcome back several this year, not just from last year's awards, but from previous. And it's mm-hmm. it's so always so amazing to welcome back. Olivier winner Nathan Lane, you know, to do the Olivier, something like that. Um, but, you know, we have a huge range of people, you know, some who are performing in, uh, uh, around at the moment in the West End. Sophie Canado is going to be with us. Uh, John Boyega, who everyone knows from the latest Star Wars movie, um, who's about to do this extraordinary role at the Old Vic later in the year. He's joining us. So, uh, you know, we're very, very excited. I think we we have more presenters this year than we've ever had. And that, you know, slightly more ability in the Albert Hall to have a few more people. So lots and lots of names and faces that... Um, that people well, fantastic will recognise for them. They'll all be glad when their bit's over, though. Yes, because then they yeah. can enjoy the thing. So, what you don't want to be, you don't want to be at the end of that list. No, exactly. You don't want to be presenting the no, last award. You no, want to get no, yours no. done really yeah. early, have all the glory for going up there and looking really good and mm. presenting it really nicely, and then you yeah. can just relax and enjoy. And the and, show. and and as you said earlier, you know, magic are broadcasting all night. You're you're hosting with Ruthie. I will be. And Three hours. Course, we're going to be on. I know. Yeah. And and you know the the big red carpet show that we're doing for the first time. So where you can watch all the stars arriving mm. and everything. Thing. That's going to be on on Magic's um, website as well from four thirty that day, and I'll be underneath a, the stage. You'll be you, underneath. I, w- I won't be in my long dress. I, I, I your, your, my your, your, your little room is called the Gun Room. I still haven't quite worked is out it? why the studio is called the Gun Room, but there we go. It right. is. So. No, I should be in my dungarees <laughs> and a check shirt, <laughs> hiding underneath, admiring everybody else's frocks. Absolutely. I believe my co-host for the evening may be rather dressed up. Uh, well, I believe Ruthie will also be presenting. Mm-hmm. Actually, be. Um, co-presenting the the Magic Radio Best Musical Revival Award on stage. She's going to leave me then. She's going to I'm going to be on you. my own I know, while she pops up. Does we that. could lend you somebody else temporarily? And then I'm she'll sure. be all giddy with excitement <laughs> when she's done it. I can imagine now how it's going to be. Now she'll come back. She'll be all in a fluster Absolutely. from having done it and then leave me stranded <laughs> under the, under the stage with a bowl of water. <laughs> It sounds terrible, this. Believe me, it's not actually under the stage. It's perfectly okay. Right. I can't wait to see it. Um, Anyway, we are really looking forward Mm. to the night. And Julian, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about it. Thanks. 
Right, I'm now going to talk to Ruthie Henschel because she knows better than anybody what it is like to be nominated for an Olivier <laughs> Award. So, Ruthie, what's it like to be nominated for an Olivier Award? Well, I've been nominated five times and I've won once. Uh, I have been, many times people have said, oh, you've won twice, haven't you? And I've gone very quiet at that point and pretended I didn't hear them so that they still think I, well, I got to. Well, you probably should have won. <laughs> should have won five times, surely. What went wrong? I, do you know what? I don't know. No. Fix. Yes, Fix. yes, exactly. So which one did you win? Talk us through it. Right, well, I won for She Loves Me. Yeah. And, uh, and it always makes me laugh because I was up the year before for Crazy For You and... Uh, and it becomes all about the people who are there with you because my mother and father were there with me both times. And after uh, I uh, didn't get the, the award for Crazy For You, my mother complained in the car all the way to the dinner afterwards. But, you know, well, mm. <laughs> as, as mothers may do, please don't let me end up like that. Um, and then the following year, my father wrote me a letter just before uh, the uh, ceremony. He said, look, you know... If if you don't win, it doesn't matter, darling. No, uh, I will be seen wrestling the gun yeah. out of your mother's hands. But <laughs> and um, and all I remember about winning for uh, she loves me was m- hearing my mother's voice going, um, "She got it, she got it," <laughs> and the relief was so huge that I remember going very quickly up the aisle just in case they turned around and said, "Oh, sorry," <laughs> like the Oscars this yeah, year. Yeah. Oh, and, mm, made a mistake and um, nearly lost my shoe. But <clears throat> And did you have your speech all ready? And you, you prepared I, it to, for all five times, presumably you pre- prepared you know, your I speech. No, I didn't the last time because I kind of knew. It was, I was, uh, it, it was for Marguerite and I was up against um, that wonderful lady for Piaf. Um, but I knew that she, I'd seen her, she was absolutely mm. outstanding. And it was kind of like, no, this is, this is her year. You kind of know. Right. So you really didn't have a speech No, and also because I was in New York at the time, I was um, playing on Broadway. So they, they were going to have a, you know, if, if I won, you know, uh, I had somebody, you know, going up and talking for me. But oh, right. We, yes. I knew, I did. It was kind of, you know, and I knew he'd do a good job. If, if by any chance it went my way, but I think the hardest thing is um, is to say is to be honest and say, yeah, I'd really like to win it actually, yeah. because we're all you know supposed to say, oh no, no, it's lovely to be nominated in that category amongst all these amazing women, and it is. I mean, because you do look around and, and think, well, that's lovely to be actually been picked out, you mm. know, of all the stuff that's going on. But you want to win. Well, presumably, so you've got the weeks when you know you're nominated. That's the best time. Yes. Because you've been nominated, so really excited about nominating. So from there till the evening itself yeah. is great. Yes. And then after that, it either gets better because you've won, <laughs> or it's hugely just, well, there isn't really an in-between, is there? You, you've no. either won or you lost. So the best bit is those weeks of knowing you're nominated, but the awards haven't happened yet. That's absolutely Unless right. you're the winner. And then well, obviously then it's even better when you win. But Well, the one with um, Crazy For You, uh, we opened on the, I think it was the Tuesday. I had my birthday on the Thursday and was nominated for an Olivier on the Friday. And I think the Olivier's were like two weeks away. Oh, wow. So it was, yeah, it, that one was a quick one. But um, and, and actually at that stage, I couldn't believe that I'd even been nominated. It didn't even enter my mind that I would be. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't on my radar. 
Um, and uh, but then when I was, I think I've I, you know I've never wanted to be at the back, you know, no. uh, ever. <laughs> so <clears throat> so it was kind of like. Oh, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, do, I, yes, what was your losing face? Did you, how I did just, practice it. Did you? I had You're a, practicing I'm really pleased for somebody else's face. Yes. Gosh, it's difficult to do that, isn't it? Well, it is because there is that moment of disappointment. And the camera's sort of right on you. That's what I always think. That. That's really hard because it is literally the moment you find out yes. that something really disappointing and yet you're meant to be smiling at the moment of disappointment. Well, this is why when the Oscars are on, I am so wanting at some point somebody to just sit there and when they don't get it, go, (laughs) (laughs) and just start crying or, that's not fair, it's mine. Yes. Yes. Just for a laugh. Well, because it would just, it's built in for them to be so polite and so thank you, which of course you must be, but in order for the awards to have credence people need to want to win them and winning them needs to be important and therefore you're sort of saying oh well it's not important and well done everybody else but of course it's of course you're going to be disappointed oh i think so and then you've got the whole dinner after and everything i don't want to dwell on the disappointment but because of course you were a winner but but i think you've got to keep that up for the whole evening haven't you afterwards well it becomes easier the more You've been nominated and not got it. Because I remember <laughs> um, watching um, Henry Goodman. I oh, was yes. at the um, I was at the Olivier's when it was just a warm glass of wine and a volvon. Um, and I remember him getting up. He won. I have no idea what he won for. I can't remember, but I remember him saying, "This is amazing." He said, "Because I've been nominated fourteen times and this is the first time I've won." Wow! Can you imagine fourteen Four- times? Oh, you'd start to think there was a oh, yeah. plot against you. Yes, you, you would. You're like, oh, come times. on, give it to yeah. me just for the fact of fourteen nominations. But you know, his day came, and I think, like the last time I was nominated, I really wasn't. I kind of, you get to the point where you think, yeah, I kind of, yeah, no, she'll get it, and you you get very um, sort of pragmatic about it in mm. the end. But it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you don't hope that there's, you've got it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Otherwise you wouldn't bother going, and, right, really. And, but also, you know, the whole night is very exciting because, you know, for people in the theatre, we very rarely get a red carpet rolled out. No. Um, and somebody doing your hair and makeup if you feel like it. So, you know, it's that whole event that it's become. And going inside the theatre and seeing so many people you know and feeling like you have a reason to be there. You're not just sort of sitting there, you know, watching a show and, and um, being an observer. It's so lovely. Well, to you've be got a, a big reason to be there, of course, yeah. because you are presenting the yes. Magic Best Musical Revival Award. So, first of all, what are you wearing? Are you uh, allowed to tell us? Yes, I am. Right. I'm wearing an Amanda Wakely. Yes. Uh, I, I have no idea yet which one. I'm going uh, the, on the Monday before mm. and I'm going to see which one my bottom fits into. Right, don't <laughs> spill down that because she'll <laughs> be... Re- no, because you've got to take it back, presumably. Yes. yes so, yes. you know, don't be... Don't get any red wine on that. I'll make sure we don't have any in our little studio. Okay. I'll and make no sure smoking no, either. No. You know. Oh, I was going to have... I thought I'd have a pipe. Actually, <laughs> well, during the whole thing. And I don't want that. All right. No. I won't, I'll try not to do that then. No pipe, please. No, I don't want any fag burns. <laughs>
Um, we might have to have snacks, but we'll have to make sure that they're not greasy. Yeah, we have because we are going to be three snacks. hours down there. I know you'll you'll pop up onto the stage. Yes. I won't. I will be in that dungeon under the stage for three hours. So I'm going to need sweeties or something. Oh, I will bring a supply. Don't you worry. Be careful with chocolate as well. Actually, on your yes. dress. Oh yes. We'll have crisps and nuts and things, I hope. You know, we'll see. Well, we'll have to bring them in, won't we? Do we know when in the evening your 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 award comes? I don't know. No. But uh, all I hope is that I can walk on and walk off without tripping over. Yeah, that's all you've got to do. And if you think about it, in general, in real life, do you tend to fall over? Will you fall over when you walk to the tube now? I doubt not it. When sober. Probably no. not. No. no. And you'll be sober on the <laughs> night. You will be sober. So the chances of you tripping up are small. 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 Yes. Well, Ruthie, thank you very much. Can't wait to see you um, on the actual night yeah. in a week's time. Lots of fun. Yeah, Looking forward to it. So am I. I'm Alice Arnold and that was the Musicals and Theatre Podcast. If you enjoyed that, then you can hear me every Saturday and Sunday morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic, where I have lots of lovely, timeless, relaxing classics, musical numbers and interviews. 